Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity with Susan Shireko, where we help you transform your life by changing what you're telling yourself. Whatever your circumstances, you can experience health, financial security, and a sense of well-being once again. And now, here's your host, Susan Shireko. On behalf of Rebuilding Your Life Radio and the Train Your Brain, Claim Your Power calls, welcome. Today, Aqualite Neuralia is joining us. She's authored several books. However, we'll be speaking with Aqualite specifically about her novel, The Businesswoman. Please help me welcome Aqualite Moralia. Thank you. Aqualite, when did, when did you start writing The Businesswoman? Well, I started like four years ago. And would you like me to give you a bit of the plot? Not yet. Uh, what did, was it something where you knew the story already or did it evolve over time? Well, I, the story was in me all the time because it's based a bit on my feminist character. And I am a businesswoman. I like diversity. So all that is included in the, my book, Businesswoman. So who is the businesswoman? is an oriental woman that lives in in Washington, USA. And she is um, very rich. Her name is Arashi, but she doesn't have much um, contact with uh, with her relatives. But um, so she dedicates herself to, to do business and getting rich. So we have something in common. Is she successful? She's very successful. Actually, she's obsessed with being successful. But then again, I am obsessed to be successful. I want to go in history as a feminist, writer, poetess, artist. So I want to go down in history. <laughs> Just like a pandemic. So how does Arashi... <laughs> so what does Arashi do that makes her so successful? Well, she puts her foot down. She does a good choices in business. She knows where to invest. And, and she, as you'd say in a Latin country, she's the one who wears the trousers. <laughs> okay. Um, so how does this all fit into your story about her? Well, I mean, that, that was a, a story I had. So... Um, you know, uh, I have loads of stories. I'm good at telling stories. Uh, I have my own writing style and, um, and my stories, even if I say myself, are actually quite imaginative and quite good. And I am very creative. I mean, you will believe that when you start reading my book. <laughs> now, if she's, tell, why don't you, at this point, why don't you tell us the story? You were about to, to start that way, but um, I interrupted well, you. So. What, what is the story? Businesswoman is my masterpiece. And um, is about an oriental businesswoman who inherits her fortune and travels it, making her one of the most rich and successful women in USA. And then she realized that being rich has its own complications. Everyone is after her money, such as uh, triads, uh, mafia, 
and um, so she has um, a lot of hassle her money so and uh, now that she's rich she wonders about her sexual orientation so she sort of hosts gays parties but then she just realized that she is straight because she falls she starts dating her dancing teacher which is a guy and um, well what's next yeah she wants to go to the moon that's all I'm telling you for now because I, I'm not going to reveal the entire plot. <laughs> of course not. So, so do you think this all this makes her different from other women? Well, she's a, um, a role model. Another woman would like to follow, and um, yes, she's different. She um, she lives on her own. She uh, she lives for her money and success. And well, she has very good um, um, promotions, like she donates to charities to give her a good image, to get more money. And she gets awards for being a kind woman, for giving to charities. So she knows how to deal with the press and um, she knows how to make money and be successful. Is she likable? Well, she doesn't know many people, but yes, the character is likable, uh, but um, in the story, she actually, uh, a staff likes her and um, the dancing teacher likes her, but um, she doesn't know that many people because uh, she doesn't really socialize that much because it's a very dangerous thing to do when you are rich. So. But people, yes, people like her. She's not. Uh, she's a good person. Now, you mentioned as you started the at the top of the interview that you are a feminist, and that she is as well. Um, when when did you discover you were a feminist, and how did it become important to you? You're not going to believe this. I'm 50 now. I uh, just uh, I was just 52 months ago, and I'm <laughs> I'm dreading to getting old, and this of being feminist. I started when I was about seven. I was living in Spain. I was living in Italy. And um, I tend to sort of, um, I would just say, trying to uh, play with the, with the guys, with the, with the boys. And of course, being in, in, a, in a Latin country, uh, women are, are meant to actually uh, uh, play with women. I mean, uh, kids are meant to, uh, to be um, sort of uh, individualized. So um, if you are a, a woman, you're supposed to do certain things and you can't mix with the boys. So, um, so I had a very tough luck in, a, in Latino countries because everybody th thought I was weird. So I thought going to the UK, it would be better because I knew there was lots of feminists there. But then I just realized that British systems sucks. I mean, I wasn't lucky in here either. Well, now you also, when we talked originally, you also mentioned that you'd gone to South Africa as well uh, to research and and get into these same topics there. What did you find in South Africa? Yes, I went to South Africa for a bit of research. I mean, 
I know black people are oppressed, Irish people, uh, not Irish, um, Jewish people are, are oppressed, Oriental people are oppressed. So I thought to start doing a bit of research in South Africa, but uh, I forgot my sleeping tablets and um, I wasn't very well, so my research wasn't that good. Um, um, but I still have my dream of um, the Amazon warriors are all women, and I'm going to write a book in the future about that. Okay, well, you wrote another feminist book called Passion, Sex, and Technology, an erotic story of a writer's fight against technology. Uh, what, what did you want to accomplish with that book? Well, all my books are to tell women then they can be what they want to be. I mean, why being oppressed by guys? I mean, um, they ruled the world for so many, many years, um, millenniums, and the world is still in a mess. So I think it's up to us now women to actually fix the mess they did. So all my books are to tell people what they, what they want to do. I mean, what women want to do, they can do it. Anyway, um, all my books i meant one day um to go down in history and uh, i want to go in down in history as a good feminist a writer um an artist poet so really when i write my books that's my intentions now you mentioned to me that that ruby wax is a favorite comedian of yours what what is it about her work that appeals to you so much well she's successful I think she's a feminist too. Uh, she's funny. And uh, when I met her, I mean, uh, I sort of clapped and said, hooray, I actually met Ruby Wax. And she said, thank you. And uh, I mean, um, then she told me she supports um, charities with mental illness. I also support charity with mental illness, but usually I support a charity called Wish and a charity called Sane, which is more like women charities. And um, so me and Ruby Wax, we thought something in common. We have a bit of anxiety. So, so um, Aqualite, when, when you look, you know, you're, all of this work, which has to do with feminism and Amazon warriors uh, and that, when you look at your work, I have to ask you, what would the world be like if what women ran the world the way that that these philosophies present? Well, I'm not much what the future can bring to us. I know that in the UK there was a, a woman revolution called the suffragettes. And I don't know if you heard about it. Um, they tried to fight for the vote in the UK. This was years and years ago, but they fought for, for their rights. So, I mean, we can fight. So, I mean, we might be able to actually fix the world and fix the mess the guys did. I mean, not every guy is bad, but um, I still think some of them are really bullies and they sometimes have better salaries, which is not fair. Um, and really, they, some of them are chauvinists. I thought the UK won't be chauvinists, but um, actually, I think the British system sucks, but I did like the suffragette bits. And there's the woman queen, and there was a woman prime minister. So the, it, it isn't all that bad, but it's still a lot of chauvinism on it. Well, that's, yeah, I mean, it's, 
there is a lot to do when you come to the topics you're talking about. What do you, I mean, I, I was trying to think of all the things that we could complain about and sort of made a list in my <laughs> mind of what, what, you know, what would women like to see in the world? And uh, the, uh, one of the things that came up, I think that, that, that women support one another. Uh, they are more responsible. They listen. Uh, they notice and they try to solve problems. Uh, I think you mentioned, a was it a group called the Unstoppables? Uh, I can't remember now. I know there was a group called uh, Suffragettes, but uh, I can't remember anymore. Okay. Well, the, the, the Unstoppables wanted to live a comfortable life. They wanted to teach birth control and responsibility in the face of religions um, and more creative solutions around things like food banks. Um, do you, are those some of the things you would like to see some activity in? Actually, that's what I was going to say. In places in place like poor countries like India, South Africa, um, women follow religion well they don't have a choice the, the the guys tell them to follow religion and like for instance um they can't afford to have families but because of religion and because what the society says they have to have it and i met this woman um uh, um cleaner at the hotel and she was seven months pregnant and I, and I said you're working and I said you don't have a choice and she said no I don't have a choice no but she was very proud and um and I said to her well if the, if you didn't if you didn't get pregnant then you would have you didn't have to work um and it's nice and people to learn to be responsible if you can't afford a family so you shouldn't be having one unless you are able to afford it so people have to be teached how to be responsible because some of them just follow religions and and the community uh, rules and then um, they just simply can't afford it they have to learn how to what to live with what they have um and maybe work to get better um better uh, better wages better solutions but i i still think um what you just said about birth control is a good idea um because uh, catholics don't like that i know that for a fact so yes you've got to you got to tell people um then they have to be responsible okay if do you believe that women would prefer that we had a vegetarian lifestyle well, I am vegetarian. I, I don't know about anybody else. I mean, that's a choice. It's cheaper. Sometimes that's good. <laughs> <laughs> so I have what's coming across to me is a sense that you would like to see individuals have more power over their own lives, be able to make their own choices, to make decisions about what's right and wrong from the, their own perspective? As long as it doesn't affect uh, uh, anybody else, making decisions of your own, yes, it's a good idea. 
uh, as long as he's not gonna do anything to harm other people or i i don't want to put you on the spot but do you happen to have a portion of one of your books or your poems or some of your comedy routines that you'd be willing to share today well, uh, the only poem I can remember is a rap I sang on X Factor when I was on telly in 2014. And that's probably the only bit of poem I remember. Would you like to hear it? <laughs> oh, I'd love to. It's a rap and it's called Discipline. It's called, hey, cut the crap. I don't like rap. I don't eat toffee. I don't drink coffee. I don't smoke. I don't take coke. But so if I'm fat, why is that? Why is that? <laughs> That's it. I can't remember anymore. <laughs> okay. So, so it is. for the, you. The song is, I was about to say the song is just Go about ahead. what I was talking about. The song is about self-discipline. That's what people uh, need to have, self-discipline. And that's true. To, to maintain the rhythm and the momentum that you're trying to build, you definitely need self-discipline. You know what uh, Arashi's success looks like? How will you know when you're successful? Like I was saying, I will know when I go down in history. I mean, when I go in history, everybody knows me as a feminist, as a writer, as an artist, as a poetess, well, a poet, but um, some local people in here already said you're a, a woman. She said, you already did a difference. You already um, wrote those books about uh, for women. So yes, she told me I already made a difference. So um, um, maybe I already achieved without realizing I already achieved what I, what I wanted to achieve to go in history. Yes. Now that's that's a good place to recognize that you have already done some of that. You don't have to wait to go down in history. Um, that almost sounds like a postmortem, you know, that you won't know because you won't be here. <laughs> so what is your what is the message? What is the message you really want to get across to people? Well, uh, um, um, for the women, I like to tell them, look, you can do whatever you want to do. If you put your mind to it, don't let uh, guys being bullies. And to the guys, the message is stop bullying uh, people because you're messing up the world. You're not doing any favors to yourself. You're not doing any favors to anybody. We can be equal, but I still think women are superior. So where do people find your work? Well, you can find it on um, Barnes and Nobles, Amazon, um, eBay, um, uh, and I think in USA local bookstores do, do my books as well. Usually I sell them online, but um, uh, I was told by my publishers and my books are in the bookstores as well. And I have loads of books. I have a traveling desire, through poems, um, I'm businesswoman. Uh, yeah, I have a few more books. Do you have websites? Yes, I have uh, three websites. And what are they? Oh gosh, 
uh, I don't think I have that in, in, in here. I think it, it's Starlight the Writer website. Uh, well, uh, I don't have it here at the moment. <laughs> okay, but you are available on Amazon and they just have to put in uh, Starlight Moralia? Uh, well, I have two different names. Uh, usually people call me Aqualite and starlight my book uh, lately businesswoman it's aqualite aqualite okay and is it easier just to put the title in or to put your name in well you just put the, the title of the book and then you say by aqualite okay without a last name well that's that's great i wanted to tell the world mm -hmm. I want to be successful to make my kids proud uh, because um, uh, since I'm a feminist, uh, I got arrested in the UK and they took our kids. So that's why I think the British law is sucks because um, if I want to be a feminist, I, have a, I am a feminist. Uh, they don't have to, to tell me what to do. So, so I want to make my kids proud too. I want to be going in history. So that's my last words. Well, thank you for sharing that. It is a good motivator there. Um, I'm really glad that you took the time to tell us about your books, about the businesswoman and your Amazon warriors and it's uh, all the various things that you do, Aqualite. It's, it's, uh, it's great to have an idealistic dream and, and the path of a feminist is definitely an idealistic dream. So I really appreciate <laughs> you sharing it with us. Thank Thanks to our listeners today. We've been talking with Aqualite Moralia, whose work fo focuses on helping to change the world for the better. Please support our authors by reading their works and sharing them with others. And you can also support the work of this program by subscribing and recommending it to others. We thank you for letting us give authors a voice. So thank you again for being with us, Aqualite. Bye. Okay. Bye-bye. Once again, it's time to go, everyone. Bye for now and have a great day. Thank you very much for tuning in today. If you've been inspired by this show, leave a rating or review on iTunes and visit www.rainbowsoverruins.com to receive a free chapter from Susan's book. On behalf of Susan Shereko, this has been Rebuilding Your Life, Moving from Disaster to Prosperity, sharing the journeys of those affected by sudden and great loss and what they did to heal, rebuild, and where they are now.